and welcome to Let's Dive In. It's our little podcast. Where we have a go at answering questions all about life, the universe and everything in it. I'm Phil. And I'm Julie. So let's dive in. Hey, Julie. Hey, Phil. I want to tell you, I am excited about this episode. I hope you're excited about every episode. But in this one, it's kind of cool because in our previous episode, we looked at our organs. And this time, we are looking at what I think is one of the coolest and is definitely one of the most complex organs we've got. Yes, our question comes from one of the kids who joined us in UCD Explore earlier this year. Uh, my name is Ryan and I'm 10 years old. My question is, what is memories? What a great question. Thank you, Ryan. Yeah. I mean, let's dive in. And just in case you've forgotten the question already. What is memories? Um, It's something that you remember from a long time ago. Like stuff that's already happened and you still remember them in your brain. Stuff that's happened in the past. It's like things that like are stored in your brain. Like that you like can't forget about. Memories are things that you could remember about good stuff or bad things. One way we could say is our memories are the stories we tell about ourselves. Oh, hello. So my name's Kira Green and I'm a lecturer in the School of Psychology in UCD and I run a lab called the Attention and Memory Lab. So I do research on attention and memory and particularly I really focus on memory. So really just about the perfect person to help us answer this question. We like to think of our memories as being a record of our experiences. You still have a vision of them in your brain anytime you think about it. But their memories aren't, our memories aren't like that at all. Memories are actually kind of our own particular view of what happened. And we rebuild them every time. So when we remember something, when we, we go to store it in our, in our brain, we don't store it in one piece. It gets broken down and it's stored in lots of little pieces, like little bricks of the Lego all around your brain. And then every time you remember something, you're actually rebuilding that Lego tower again. Okay. So if imagine if every time you had to go and rebuild the same Lego tower, sometimes that'd be fine. But sometimes you're going to have mistakes in there. Okay. So sometimes you're going to leave some bits out. You're going to leave a brick out or you're going to knock some, put some bits together that weren't together originally. OK, or maybe even like somebody might hand you a brick and go, hey, does this go in your tower? And you go, yeah, that looks like part of my tower. And it goes in. And now your tower is a bit different than it was before. So memories aren't just stored in one place in our brain. Different bits of our memories are stored in different places. And it's not like a video you can open up on your computer and go, hey, there it is. No, it doesn't work like that. We're actually reconstructing it. We're rebuilding it every time. So where do all these bits of memories get stored in the brain? I always keep my memories in my brain. You just have it in the back of your head. The stuff that's in your brain, like maybe like the bones or something. There's probably a thing in our brain that like will store it. I'll call it the memoratorium. That is fantastic. <laughs> uh, where do our memories get stored in the brain? And where are these connections so, created? That's really interesting. So they're actually stored all around your brain. Okay. Oh. So our memories get made in a part of the brain called the hippocampus. And that's right in the middle of your brain. And when a memory is made, for the first few days, the memories are kept there at the hippocampus and the connections are strengthened and the memory is made really strong. But then over time those memories get moved out and they actually get spread out all around the brain. And the reason we know that, so this is actually kind of cool, right? There's one of the reasons, there's lots of reasons we know, but one of the main reasons we know that is because of a man called Henry Melaison. 
Henry Malaysen, or HM in many books and accounts of the story, suffered from a disease called epilepsy in the 1950s. Your brain is made of millions of cells that all send electrical signals to each other and to other cells in the body. These signals tell the body what to do. Move an arm, breathe in, lift a fork to your mouth, etc, etc. Sometimes the signals don't behave in the way they would. So when this happens, people can have something called a seizure. Now, the way a seizure will look will depend on where in the brain these unusual signals are happening. Sometimes a seizure is just a jerk of an arm. But with other seizures, it might mean that you lose control of an entire section of your body. His doctor was at his wit's end and said, OK, well, the only thing we can do to try and cure this, because the epilepsy is going to kill you, the only thing we can do is this really, really radical surgery where we're going to remove the part of the brain that's having the seizures. Okay? Yee, that is pretty radical. Really radical. So what he did was he removed this huge chunk of his brain, about the size of like a grapefruit, nearly outside of, out from his brain, from inside in the middle, and included the hippocampus on both sides of his brain, the whole hippocampus. And it worked. So Henry had no more epilepsy. He lived. He lived to a grand old age. He only died a few years ago. But what happened was, after the surgery, Henry wasn't able to make any new memories. So he still had all his old memories. Anything that happened before the surgery, he remembered. Anything after the surgery... So if you started ta- came in and said, Hello, my name's Kira, and it's lovely to meet you. And he go, Oh, hello, Kira, nice to meet you. Two minutes later, he'd have forgotten who you are and why you're there. So what, what psychologists learned from this was that because Henry was able to remember all his old memories... And his hippocampus was gone. Well, clearly that meant those memories weren't stored in his hippocampus. They must be somewhere else. But he wasn't able to make new memories. So that meant that that must be where the new memories get made. Is our memories triggered by particular stimulus or things? Absolutely. Maybe Maybe there was a colour in the memory that reminds you of it. Sometimes when you get like a weird smell, it will make you think of something random. Like, I, I got, like, a smell the other day and it reminded me when I was in Portugal. It was the smell of rotten butter. So our, our memories are, are associative. So what that means is that our memories are all linked together. So you know that thing where sometimes you smell something and it reminds you of something you haven't thought of in a really, really long time, OK? And that's because that the, the, kind of the, the brain cells that are recording, oh, here's what this smells like, those have a link with the ones that are saying, oh, this is, this is the, like the time I, you know, I smell that smell of candy floss and that's like the time we went to that fun fair. Um, so it's really hard to know what those associations will be. But that is the core of how learning and memory works. It's all about associations. And is that why certain things are like our favourite memories? Like, because there's more associations? Yeah, well, something, a lot of things, it's just because they have good emotions attached to them. There's things that you like, you like to remember. Um, and, you know, and then those are things that we probably, there are some things that we will remember much more easily. And that's because they have lots of associations with them. So lots of, they're like, they're like in the middle of the network, nearly. Lots of things are, it's like, imagine you've got like a network of roads on a map. There's loads of roads going to that memory. So you're going to be remembering it a lot. But then sometimes you have, you know, a memory that's like a little island. There's only one road going to it. You have to go over a bridge to it. So, you know, you might not think of it for a really long time. And then you get, you think you smell something or you hear something, a piece of music, something happens that triggers that connection, that bridge over to that memory and activates that one. But most of the time it sits there untouched. My favourite memories when it was my birthday and Ruby got a wasp out of my hair. And 
and yeah, she was um she had her head down and uh, her hair was out and I just flapped her hair and the wasp came out. Yeah. I remember that I just kept hearing the wasps sound in my ears and I was so terrified of it. I was screaming, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Phil, I'm going to test your memory now to see if you remember some of the cool things that we've learned in this episode from Oh, Kira. dear. Yeah, that's right. Are you ready? No. Yes, you are. Okay, here we go. Question one. Phil, what is the name of the part of the brain where the memories are formed? Oh, oh, actually I do. Uh, I, how did I remember? It was a big thing and that it was a big part of our life. Oh, hippocampus. Hippocampus. Hippocampus, yes, yes, that's the bit that the surgeons took out of your man, Henry Molasses, oh, another, Molasses, uh, Molasson's brain in the 1950s, and he couldn't make any new memories after he had the bit taken out of the size of grape surgery. Yes, yes, correct, well done, and extra points for the detail. Oh, thanks. All right, question two, where are memories stored? Oh, I remember this one because it was like, it's like my room where things are all over the place and there's underwear on the ceiling. Yes, it's memories are stalled, stored all over the brain, <laughs> not just in one section. Very good. Another point. Although Me may you. I maybe ask you to tidy your room if there's yeah, any pants on the ceiling? <laughs> yeah, I might need to do All right. Third question. Final question. What did you have for breakfast three days ago? Yes, I, I, oh, um... I don't remember. Maybe I could force a fart out and I could oh, try to sniff no. it. And maybe you don't know, that would be a bad idea. Come to think um, of it, I don't remember either. How would you remember what I had for breakfast three days ago? You make a very good point. I, do, okay. Okay, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, well, no points for either of us then. Well. Oh, okay. Never mind. But you got two out of three, so that good. is excellent. Well done. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening and particularly to Ryan for his question today. Yes, and thanks to Kira Green from UCD for helping us answer it. If you have enjoyed the show and you've got a minute to spare, please do leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. Yes, and smash that subscribe well, or tap that subscribe button gently, whatever. You can hear about what's it in our next episode. What is in our next episode? Ah... Uh... Uh, we'll find out yes let's <laughs> let's dive in next out. time because we can't remember but this episode Take was good memory so that's a really seamless exit goodbye goodbye Bye. for those of you who are tuning in a thank you very much and b we have to give a big thanks out to all the kids who came into university college dublin and asked us all the questions to thanks to rte and to science foundation ireland for funding the show hashtag believe in science ah hashtag yes hashtag let's dive in it is and we do we dive in we did indeed so until next time until next time see ya bye believe in science bye ah, science